copy of the state anyways welcome one welcome all together again or maybe together at last welcome to the family cast where food and music is life yes today we're going to be listening to some music doing some food and music pairings of course i'll be you know what hey hi my daughter just gave me a note let's see i am so proud of you dad wow okay wow Thank you. I aspire to be as lively, hardworking, and passionate as you someday. I'm so grateful for you! Exclamation mark. Thanks for everything. Enjoy! And she wrapped up a, a little Kit Kat fun size bar for me to enjoy after I finished this little ditty. What a, what a light in my life. What a gal. What an inspiration. If that doesn't inspire me to do you know, the things I'm doing, or even better or harder, every step I take every breath. I'm, you know, I'm not quoting Sting, but every move, everything that I do should be for the betterment of my family and myself. So, here's to you, Eden. I love you. Um, yeah. So maybe I'll, I'm gonna dedicate one of these songs to Eden, and we'll just, I'm gonna today, I'm gonna do. It's punk rock, but it's not probably punk rock the way you might think it is. It's not like just like all the time or all the time. It's this is some powerful music with punk messages, to, things to say, punk feelings, uh, punk views on the world. Um, yeah, so I'm just gonna get into it. And music that pumps me up. Hopefully, you get inspired. These bands have inspired countless bands, including my own, and they continue to do so. Even though not everything is like fresh every single week. This is like these are some old classics. Some of them. I'm not gonna give away too much here, but you know I'll be talking in between songs. So enough jibba jabba for me. Let's dig in. Yeah. Pray into nothing, pray into nothing 
Yes, yes, yes. So much yes to that song. That is a band called Far. F-A-R. The song, The System. And I remember... I remember hearing the song for the first time. It's one of those songs that gives you a visceral reaction when you hear the song. Like, your eyes widen. Your ears melt. Your face goes from, like, you know, when a bass player hits that lick. Like, you know, like, what? Like, oh my, what is... Yes! Like, it just brought out all of my emotions at once. I think I died and was resuscitated. I remember hearing it. Uh, I do believe it was Sean Beatty the bass player of Dogwood on the Through Thick and Thin album that showed it to me the first time after someone else had recommended it. I heard some of their other stuff and I was like, okay, it's, you know, it's emo, whatever. Like they're friends with the Deftones, whatever. They're from Sacramento. It's cool. I was so punk rock that I couldn't get into anything else. And then he showed me this song and this producer, um, D Sardi was, is on this record. And um, I don't know what he did to the band, but he, he brought out, he brought out all this. Emo. If you hear this album, Sorry, I'm, I'm all over the place. I'm very excited about this song. Uh, it, the album is called Water and Solutions. It came out on Sony. Epic uh, was the album was the label. I'm sorry, and I don't think Sony Epic like really pushed this band to, to be huge. They didn't really do anything with the record very much. Uh, now it's a you know, I don't know. I can't speak for the whole music industry, but this album should have gotten more praise and attention than it did. It's an it's a really excellent album. This is there's so many good songs on the record. This this one just happens to be like the the hardest song, I guess, the one that gets me going the most. I could sing along to all the songs. I'm just kind of gushing here because I remember showing this song in particular to um, Sean Sean O'Donnell from Dogwood, our, our longtime guitar player. I showed him this song. I said, "Check this song out. This is insane." Before I had showed him other songs on the record, he almost started laughing at me when I showed him the song because the beginning is kind of poppy like do 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 it's like very like it's very like fun you know ever loving kind of music and then it gets to the that end part where he starts screaming the system and Jonah the singer Jonah Matranga you gotta follow him on Instagram Jonah Matranga and um, he just belts out he starts when he starts screaming the system and the music is like clack 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 I mean I can't I can't tell you how excited this song makes me. This the very ending was kind of it took all of my my musical I guess inspiration and put it into one song. Sean Lopez, their guitar player, um, he's a he's now a producer, but he was in this band. He was in um, Revolution Smile, and now he's in a in the this band Crosses with Chino from Deftones. He just uh, he has a really really awesome sound when he plays. And he's a good, he's an excellent producer. If you haven't heard Crosses, you should check him out. I might do, I'm going to add Crosses to some other playlists. So not as punk rock, definitely, definitely mood music, mood music. But um, back to this song in particular, I feel like the band and the producer really, really uh, brought it together. It's not, it's a little bit emo. It's a little bit pop. It's a little bit hardcore. It's a little bit rock all smashed together. And it just gets me so, so pumped. I was stoked to put it as the first song on this particular episode. I'm going to stop talking about that now and get into some other songs. Um, I can't say enough about how much awesome I feel about Far, the system, that song. It it has a surprise ending for me. It surprised me the first time. Every time I showed it to somebody, it surprises them too. And that, to me, is excellent art. So, 
we're going to move into the rest of the playlist. The next song is is uh, by one of my favorite bands, Hot Water Music. It's called Wayfarer. Please enjoy. It's a gamble. Double down or don't. Step out if you want to. Stay in if you're bold. And roll. Could be a suicide. Just as well I'm bold. Guessing's never easy. And wishes music off their album caution one of the most fantastic albums ever done produced by brian mctiernan who's a singer now in e well my my favorite band from 2020 we'll get there we'll get there but hot water music tons of songs to choose from this one's called wayfarer and it's just so sing-alongable for me i've I've yelled it extremely loud in the kitchen. I've sung it extremely loud in my car. I'm sure if my windows are down, people are like, what is going on there? He must be really enjoying hot water music. Yeah, so that was Wayfarer. And again, I just, you know, that's a really excellent song for, to me. It's just totally well written. You can sing along. It has good good uh, artistry in the lyrics, if you can break down the lyrics. 
you know, he's making allegory, gambling and a wayfarer, somebody who is never settled. They're always on a journey. They're trying to find themselves. Uh, I guess I can relate. Um, so yeah, don't read too much into that, please. The next one is by, man, how do I describe Fugazi? So much to, I could do a whole episode. I could do a whole series, a podcast series on Fugazi what they are, what they mean to the music industry at large and at small. But uh, I'm going to just do this one song called Merchandise. Merchandise is obviously something that bands sell, that they need to get by. But this song seems like it's talking more to like large corporations, uh, stores, large department stores, whatever, uh, if you listen to the lyrics in this one. But also they wrote it in such, they wrote such a catchy song. It's off the album Repeater, plus three songs, 1990. It was a, I was in high school, so very, uh, very shapeable mind, very shapeable ears. And I heard this. In fact, it's ironic that the song is called Merchandise because Fugazi was infamous for not making merchandise themselves. So there was a lot of bootleg shirts. And in fact, the shirt said, this is not a Fugazi shirt. It looked like a real Fugazi shirt, but it said, this is not a Fugazi shirt. And that was always inspiring to me. Dogwood did an album. We re-released an album. Uh, our independent record went to Face Down Records, and we called it This Is Not A New Album. Because it wasn't a new album, but I always wanted to use that somehow, and that was a great way to use it. So thanks, Fugazi, for the inspiration. So anyways, Fugazi merchandise, a real banger. Turn it up as loud as you can go, and I feel like you'll be inspired by this song. I mean face-to-face covered it on one of their cover albums i've heard it covered by a bunch of bands you are not what you own that's a that's a motto for people who are very independent and anti-establishment and like i said this is not like breakneck speed punk rock but if you just listen to the passion in fugazi and some other records and especially this this album especially this song i don't know maybe i'm wrong please correct me if i'm wrong but i don't feel like i'm wrong about this song this this song is one of the most powerful songs out there one of Fugazi's best. And here we go with merchandise.
Oh man, what can I say about Fugazi any more than I've said on this episode for that record, for that one song? I am going to save the rest of my sentiment for that band for another whole episode, or if I'm a guest on another episode about Fugazi, because man, just too much, too much cool stuff about Fugazi. I can't, I'm not going to say anymore. There's documentaries out there. Do your homework. Uh, I did want to talk a little bit about this next song, Cursive. This is the band. It's it's uh, Art is Hard from the album The Ugly Organ. And Cursive is interesting to me because they, they're from Omaha, Nebraska. That, that Sometimes that, that city doesn't ring a bell for music lovers. They think, you know, maybe Nashville or uh, Austin, New York, L.A., of course. But like Omaha was this hotbed of, of bands, Saddle Creek Records, you know, um, not, not, not very in the far distant past from now. Um, but Cursive, to me, stood out because they, they could fit in with the emo bands coming out of there. But at the same time, they're very, it's post-hardcore. They got a, a cello in the band. They got, I mean, basically, one of the most hardcore shows I've ever seen there was no hardcore bands playing. It was Cursive and No Knife at the Henry Fonda Theater in Los Angeles. And it was one of the most energetic and insane shows I've ever seen. I was not playing that show. I was witnessing that show. Cursive comes on and absolutely melted faces. Their, their cellist, is uh, she's, she's sitting in a chair, uh, just kind of center stage, uh, maybe off to the right a little bit, but she's just going off on the cello during their songs. And this is... This song in particular, Art is Hard, is about... They were kind of self-deprecating. Uh, they were talking about how it's not cool to be cool. Um, they, they were they wanted... At least in the song, it's, you know, they wanted to maintain their independence. But everyone kept telling them how good they were and how cool they were. And, you know, they were doing stuff just to... Or bands in particular were doing stuff just to sell CDs. Um, and some of, the, some of the lyrics are very, like... Uh, I think they're, they're poetic, but they're also kind of tongue-in-cheek. He's kind of making fun of... He, it, it's making fun of himself really but it's it's kind of making fun of the scene and independent artists anyways you know young artists have got to starve try and fail and try again the comforts of repetition keep churning out those hits till it's all the same and then the second verse starts the first line is oh a second verse will color me fatigued i'm hiding in the leaves in the cd jacket sleeves i just i guess at some point artists musicians chefs whatever profession you're in you can kind of relate to sometimes you're doing it for the masses instead of for yourself, maybe. And um, in that, even in that movie, Chef, you know, uh, there's a scene in the restaurant when the manager and the chef are fighting, or maybe it's the owner and the chef. I don't know, but they're fighting over the menu because the chef wants to do something new and incredible and entertaining to himself and and the kitchen staff and the the front of house guy is like, nope. We're doing the we're doing the mainstays because the food critics coming in. <laughs> That's like going to a Rolling Stones concert and they don't play Satisfaction. You're gonna have a riot on your hands. That's kind of I'm kind of paraphrasing the movie, but basically we as artists want to keep creating new things, and sometimes it's hard when you keep having to repeat the same thing over and over. If you listen to any music podcast with artists interviewed, you'll hear that they, um, you know, there's a song that they may or may not want to play so much so many times, but the fans just love that song they request it and they won't stop requesting it until you play it so so here you are you play your hit song anyways cursive art is hard on the ugly organ enjoy
up to You gotta sink to swim First you die, you don't succeed You gotta recreate your misery To all the artists hard Young artists, you gotta start Try and fail and try again The comforts of repetition Keep churning out those hits Till it's all the same old shit To something here. Uh, one of my favorite, favorite bands for many, many reasons is Propagandi. And one of the things I was going to get into was uh, some people are some people are naturally inclined to say Propagandi because of Gandhi, but the band says Propagandi because like propaganda. So call it what you will. They both make sense to me. Propagandi is the correct name. Okay. Anyways, I'm going to play a song by them off of the album Less Talk More Rock and the reason I'm choosing this one is because we were in the studio Dogwood was in the studio recording I think we were recording the Through Thick and Thin sessions maybe for the EP but um, we brought this along with us uh, to play in the studio to show kind of the sounds we wanted to get kind of the the drum sounds and the just the tones of the overall record it just sounds so epic if you haven't heard this record in a while give it a spin on your preferred format um let's talk more rock it is a really i don't know just you know if a lot of people think about when they think about uh smart lyrics and good good words and all that kind of stuff for as far as punk rock is concerned i think most people would say oh bad religion or you know maybe a couple other bands but if you really break down chris hannah's lyrics uh they are basically just their, their stories they don't always rhyme sometimes they do and it's fine either way but this one he's talking about being in the third grade the song is 
the song is I was a preteen McCarthyist. And if you know anything about McCarthyism or if you know anything about being a, being a preteen or if you remember third grade or anything like that, the song is for you. And it's a it's a what I would call like a slower punk song, if you will. Of course, everything propaganda or propaganda does is very punk rock. Uh, yeah. Anyways, I don't know. I could go on and on, but there's already other podcasts that do that. I want to shout out Unscripted Moments. It's a propaganda podcast. They break down every single song with special guests uh, paying their respects to each song, and they do a really good job at it. So I'm not going to try to do that here, but I did want to tell you um, that this song in particular is kind of cool because it shows, it talks about how, you know, as teachers and educators and uh, the relationship that we have with our children and or, you know, parents to their children we're teaching them stuff like what we believe, whether it's, you know, in religion, in our nationalism, our patriotism, anything like that, that all, you know, that spills over to our kids. And of course we, as children, you know, when we were children, we have those decisions to make for ourselves. But when you're uh, an impressionable youth, you go along with whatever kind of your educators are teaching you. So it's hard to, you know, you start to question that and, you know, start believing things for yourself um, one way or another. And we, you know, we grew up to be the people that we are. Maybe we're still questioning things. Maybe you're still questioning your faith that you grew up with. Maybe you're still questioning the education that you were given in elementary school, junior high school, high school, college, all that kind of stuff. It's good to keep questioning those things. You know why? We're not robots. We're not meant to just be like, beep, bop. Yes, I listen to one type of music. I listen to one band. That band can never change their sound. I eat one kind of food, blah, blah, blah. You know, so we're meant to stretch our boundaries um, you know, if you believe in God or being created in his image, then you should feel like you're able to change and, you know, stretch your own boundaries in your own journey and stuff like that. So may I recommend to you propaganda, less talk, more rock on fat records, one of the most influential labels out there for punk. And this song is, I was a preteen McCarthyist play it loud. Said words out lamentary Respect your God, our flag, our military Grade 3 had a written composition About the global threat of communism And I was the luckiest Eight-year-old McCarthy good stuff Signed us 
just remember the whole point of this podcast is food and music is life yes so the family cast is called that because i do food and i do music so (laughs) thus was birthed the idea so what i'm gonna do here is play some awesome music from an awesome band called drive like jehu if you're not familiar with drive like jehu um not only are you missing out but they were one of san diego's obviously most influential bands um they they came from other bands they spawned other bands that are all really huge and awesome uh but also one reason in particular why i'm adding them to this playlist not because oh i'm sorry there's two reasons why i'm adding them to this playlist besides you know the fact that i play rock and music (laughs) but anyways uh it's a food and music pairing playlist right so this is music that i play in the kitchen this is music that my cooks play in the kitchen drive like jehu is very very you know straightforward rock you know you could call it post punk post hardcore i'm sorry um rick screams a lot but he's singing um they're reminiscent of some other bands i i'm not going to give you any hints to uh, the other bands that they're reminiscent of because you'll i'm sure you'll hear it automatically but and also their drummer mark trombino a very very illustrious producer did a lot of records that you have heard i'm going i'm probably also going to do a whole nother show just on mark trombino's work because he's done he's produced more than 20 records more than 20 full-length albums i mean i'm sorry from various bands and he has obviously drummed for drive like jehu but uh, he opened a donut shop in los angeles called donut friend and they <laughs> it's i'm so jealous and, and proud and all this I, I, i'm so stoked on donut friend because and they're not sponsoring this i'm just saying this is awesome because all their donuts all their pastries are named after bands they're all kind of all band puns like like for example drive like jehu they have a drive like jelly um i'm wearing that shirt right now actually (laughs) um they have java breaker instead of jawbreaker and so on and so forth they have one for every band and i'm and it's probably bands that he's worked with now that i think about it the more i think about it and they have vegan donuts and they got really good coffee they got multiple locations and it's just really cool that a drummer from a a rock band from san diego would open such a rad donut shop that's that's really cool and i'm i'm totally stoked on that and it's very inspiring for myself so uh what i'm going to do is also play a song after drive like jehu by someone you might know his name is johnny cash and he has i don't know thousands of songs maybe that's and a lot of them are cover songs he has you know he's got christmas records he's got hymnal records he's got all of his his country stuff he's got all of his stuff with the um i'm sorry with the you know roseanne cash and all a bunch of carl perkins and a bunch of other musicians he's got he's done so much stuff or he did so much stuff rest in peace um but he made a lot of really cool cover albums um i was i listened to an interview with rick rubin the, the producer and he, you know, I listened to, I think, I forget which podcast it was on, but he said he basically wanted, he was thinking about Johnny Cash. He looked for him. It was kind of when Johnny Cash was, you know, not as popular, not as in the public eye as he used to be. He's Rick Rubin went and found him playing some lounge somewhere, like some small lounge for like a handful of people. Talked to him about doing these cover albums of these, of these other songs that were not, you know, he basically Rick Rubin was working with huge bands at the time and he, 
basically revitalized Johnny Cash's career with these cover albums. So I, I do recommend uh, checking out Johnny Cash's cover albums, The Man Comes Alive, uh, so on and so forth on American recordings, I believe. But uh, the one I picked is uh, Rusty Cage, a Soundgarden song. And I just really like the way that Johnny Cash did it because his voice, his baritone really lends itself to, it's such a, a far cry from Chris Cornell's, you know, super high range when he, when, <laughs> I don't know, rest in peace also Chris Cornell, but Johnny Cash's baritone versus Chris Cornell's maybe, I don't know if it's soprano, but he just had this like eagle screeching rock and roll sc- scream that was so awesome. And so to hear Johnny Cash do a Soundgarden song, that really blew my mind for one thing. But also the chords on Rusty Cage are just these, you know, it goes, I can't really explain the music theory on it. I know it just goes, it's just a powerful song. I'm going to stop talking about it. Here is Drive Like Jehu with New Math. I forgot to say the name of the song. So Drive Like Jehu with New Math. And then Johnny Cash, Rusty Cage. Let's rock.
You wired me awake and hit me with a hand of broken nails You tied my lead and pulled my chain to watch my blood begin to boil But I'm gonna break, I'm gonna break my, gonna break my rusty cage and run I'm gonna break, I'm gonna break my, gonna break my rusty cage and run Too cold to start a fire, I'm burning diesel, burning dinosaur bones I'll take the river down to still water and ride a pack of dogs I'm gonna break, I'm gonna break my, gonna break my rusty cage and run I'm gonna break, I'm gonna break my, gonna break my rusty cage and run When the forest burns along the road Like God's eyes in my headlights When the dogs are looking for their bones And it's raining ice picks on your steel shore I'm gonna break I'm gonna break my I'm gonna break my rusty cage and run buddy here's here's a little fun fact for you your heartbeat your heartbeat will sync to the rhythm of the music that you're listening to so i guess a study shows that that crescendos you know the the zenith of the song that leads to a temporary increase in blood pressure and heart rate which actually goes back down during the decrescendo so the roller coaster up the hill da, 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 da down so your heart rate will actually move with the music excuse me a little burp there your heart rate will actually move with the music your body will anticipate the 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 forthcoming breakdown or the change in tempo or i mean i guess if you know the song but especially if you're surprised to hear a new song your body will actually get that feeling with you your whole body will feel a good song with a, a crescendo or a decrescendo or a good you know key change like what just happened or the big breakdown or anything like that so yeah you and your body working together i love it your heart knows your body knows your ears know and uh yeah so uh moving into the next couple of songs here everybody knows that i'm a big lag wagon fan i've talked about them a little bit before 
except I, I play Joey Cape's solo stuff, and Joey Cape is the singer of Lagwagon. And uh, I'm going to play a song called Train, and it's from their album Let's Talk About Feelings, uh, one of the one of the many albums that producer Ryan Green did in in uh, for Fat Records, and. Brian Green was the producer of Dogwood's Matt Aragon record, so um, we have a small connection to to him and to the legacy that he that is Mr. Ryan Green. Um, but this song in particular is one, like I was saying, not all the songs on this particular punk playlist are um, you know super fast chugging. But we were I was, when I said chugging, I thought of uh, songs and uh, that sounded like a train. And this song is called Train. And the first, if you'll notice, the very first thing in this song is a sound of a locomotive starting its, you know, it's starting its chugging, a steam-powered locomotive. And um, I thought it was really cool. It's also a really good song. The first time I heard this song was on, was on a snowboarding video, which is historically accurate for me. Learning about punk is through snowboarding videos. So I have a special uh, place in my heart and broken bones for this song. Also, it's a really good song. Um... I haven't even gotten to talk about the lyrics of the words, but you know, this is going on too long. So lagwagon train, and then it's going to go right into, I put a little sample in there between the songs, but uh, one day as a lion, if you fear dying. And if you're not familiar with that band, it's actually Zach De La Rocha from Raids Against the Machine fame. He did a, you know, I wouldn't, I mean, it's solo project, but there's other musicians on there. It still kind of, kind of sounds like Rage Against the Machine with the music, but um, it's, you know, it's in his, it's in his signature style, his cadence, his, his powerful lyrical structure. I just, I really like this song off, off that. It was basically an EP that he put out. Um, I do recommend listening to the whole record, uh, that whole album that he put out as, as One Day as a Lion and has a, it almost has an allegorical meaning in the title of that or one day as a lion it's better to live one day as a lion than to die as a lamb or something like that um it was a, a saying that he saw i forget i'm i'm butchering this but anyways one day as a lion zach de la rocha if you fear dying all right so here is lag wagon train and then one day as a lion and i'll catch you after those are done ciao
girls and boys, do you remember how you feel when you tell a secret or when you walk into the quietness of a library or a church? Do you remember the feeling you have when you see moonlight shining through the trees in the summer or when you watch soft snowflakes hitting the ground in the winter? All these have soft, soft feelings. Listen, here's something else that has a soft, soft feeling.
man, I'm getting pumped up. I'm, I'm cooking, I'm cleaning, I'm listening to music. This playlist is, is fire. Um, this is, this is, again, this is just a glimpse into what we play in the kitchen. Um, whether it's loud or if it's in your ear, earphones, headphones, um, I was trying to say earbuds and headphones put together. Um, anyways, I'm hoping that you're enjoying this so far. There's just one more song on this, this, uh, episode, this, this pairing playlist part two on the family cast. Um, and I'm not going to say a whole, whole bunch about it because it's, it's a longer song. And it's also, uh, it kind of speaks for itself, I guess it's jawbreaker. IYK, yeah, YK. I'm sorry, this is not Instagram. So if you know, you know. If you know Jawbreaker, you know. Um, the song is Condition Oakland off their album 24 Hour Revenge Therapy. And they have a lot of songs to choose from. This this band gets played a lot in the kitchens that I'm working in because um, there's so many different songs, so many different sounds. They inspired a ton of bands. They are so good. Um, if you are not familiar with Jawbreaker, I do recommend um, not only listening to their records, of course, buying their music, but um, watch their documentary on Amazon. If you have Amazon um, or find it or contact me and I will figure out a way to send it to you because it's really good. I really like music documentaries anyways, but this one in particular is really a good documentary. And also um, just a couple of fun facts about Jawbreaker is you know they they um they broke up for a while and then they reunited and they it seems like everyone came out of the woodworks that everyone was a jawbreaker fan uh, and not maybe not even all of a sudden they, it's all these just everyone kind of agreed that jawbreaker was back and they were doing it they were headlining riot fest and um doing these other reunion shows and buying merchandise and they're just huge again and it's almost like they never really left everyone's hearts um so many good songs, so many good albums. I picked Condition Oakland because when um, when we moved, when my family and I moved to San Francisco to um, do the nonprofit restaurant training program called Old School Cafe, um, we were close to kind of where the band was living in the mission. Um, not exactly entirely there, but I can understand some of his sentiment when he's speaking about the city and he, uh, he's talking about Jack Kerouac and different things. Jack Kerouac, he is quoted, I mean, I'm sorry, not quoted, but there's a recording of him speaking at the end of this song. And, um, it was jawbreaker to my knowledge, I guess, is one of the first bands to really, one of the first punk bands to really use, you know, speaking and movie quotes and the other kinds of media in their songs, I'm not saying they're the first ones to do it, but they're the first ones that I recognize as doing so. And like I said, influencing so many other bands. Like if you hear kind of skate punk bands from, you know, the, the mid nineties to mid two thousands, everyone was kind of using movie quotes, naming, naming songs after movies, movie lines. Like for example, get up kids. I'm a loner Dottie. I'm a rebel. That's one of their songs. It's a quote from our line from Pee Wee Herman's Pee Wee's big adventure. So on and so forth. I mean, We've done it. We've put movie quotes in our songs. I mean, almost every good band that I like has a movie quote somewhere in their repertoire. So back to Jawbreaker. Uh, when we were living in San Francisco, that means obviously you're very close to Oakland, which is right across the bridge. 
and I always wanted to live in Oakland. I thought it's it's a, it's a cooler city. To, no offense, no offense to anybody. I, San Francisco has had its own awesomeness too, but Oakland was to me uh, more more huge and expansive, and just all these different um, neighborhoods and areas, and just, just the diverse. I'm not. I don't know. It, it's hard to explain unless you are from maybe from the Bay Area, but. Oakland to me was more my style, a little more gritty, a little more, a little more, more, um, a little more, I don't know how, what the word is, but I think this song tries to to describe it. This song describes it in the words that I can't say. So, (laughs) um, but yeah, condition Oakland jawbreaker and, um, please enjoy. It is a, a delicious piece of their history. So here we go. Also, sorry, real quick jawbreaker, another, another food reference candy actually but anyways most people don't like to talk about that so here enjoy the song Yeah. 
Holy smokes, you did it again. You made it through the end of another playlist. I mean, are these... Yeah, I guess this playlist. It's more of like a showcase of some songs. That uh, it's. I mean, it's not like a mixtape or a mix CD, but it's also it's a it's a playlist with commentary, and you know, to be honest, sometimes when I'm in the kitchen and a really good song comes on the speaker, sometimes I literally will put down whatever I'm doing and go over to the speaker and turn it up and just jam out. Um, sometimes the music takes over. I don't know what to tell you. It's a it's a possession. It's a it's a spiritual experience. It's a out of body experience, or it's just nostalgia, you know, whatever. And we're gonna be doing some more of these. I, I've got some, um, I got some guests lined up to h- help me host these, so I can talk to. You can hear some more voices, so, you know, you know, in case you get sick of my chitter chatter, uh, my jibba jabba, uh, as it were. Um, I'm gonna talk to some other chefs who play music in their kitchens. And we're going to do it on location in kitchens because, uh, I don't know if you go to most kitchens, at least, you know, in, I have been in some kitchens where there's no music allowed and it's a very somber, it's a very serious situation. It's very, everything's very like hush, hush, and, you know, you can't even click clack on the cutting board or anything. It's very strange. And then you go into some, and it's just so loud. Sometimes I go in and I'm like, what did you say? Put the needle in the French fryer. I don't know. I don't know. I was thinking anything could go wrong when it's that loud. So with the idea behind these, it's just, it's just kind of like, I don't know. It's, it's kind of like, uh, when we talk about pairings and I do food and music pairings all the time, um, this, the reason this is a food and music pairing is because this is what is playing in my workspace. This is what's playing when I'm making food. And when I'm making food, I'm also eating food and drinking drinks and trying things because I have to try everything. When I'm doing the day on the days when when we do wedding tastings, especially if there's multiple tastings in one day, I that's those are the days I eat the most because I'm trying everything. I try it as it's getting prepped. I try it as it's getting finished, and I try it as it's going out on the plate to make sure everything is tastes good from start to finish. Just like making a song, you want to, you know, you write the idea. Somebody writes the idea. One of the musicians, I get, I get it in my, my greasy little hands, and you know, work some magic on the lyrics. Um, and then we hear that it's a demo. Next thing you know, it, it, it's a recording into a, you know, phase one of the song. And then you you get to finally finish it all in the studio with all the musicians and and the producer, and the engineer, and it becomes somewhat of a you know a masterpiece for some of these songs um and i'm not speaking just for my my own music i'm saying that's the process and sometimes it's a it's a banger from the get-go sometimes it's a, a stinker that needs a little work and a little chiseling and that's the same with my food I, um I, I can tweak a recipe to be better and better each time or i can get one that's a, that's solid gold right from the start and um I think that's a, the benefit of being a creator and an artist and also a consumer and, a, and a, a, you know, a music follower, a music fan, or a food consumer, a food fan, or, or a beer or coffee or whatever it is, is your thing, is uh, the ability to tweak those things. I know some brewers who have, they basically have the same, it's kind of the same IPA recipe, but they change the hops, they change the hop profile every time or the malts and it's kind of, they call it, it's the same base recipe, but um, they're changing it. So it's a little bit different. It's version 
version 50 of this one recipe or whatever and it's the same base it's the same goodness that comes out every time but you can have your favorite style anyways so back to this this particular playlist this is part two in a series and this was the this was punk music to me that's not so you know in your face fast the lyrics are there the idea is there and and, and this music inspires me to be a better creator to be a better chef um, to be a better sometimes to be a better person or to to think about what i'm to think about what i'm thinking about what are you what are we putting in our mind what are we out what's the outcome of our thoughts what's what's all this you know let the lyrics inspire you let the music inspire you or just think about what they're saying they might be telling you hey things aren't right how can we change it i don't know there's a whole bunch of different messages in these songs so um again think for yourself research you know do your homework you might not like all these songs you might not like all these bands but they might inspire you to listen to other bands and or they might inspire you to make your own music and furthermore i hope that these inspire you to send me ideas for songs to not only collaborate on or or dishes to collaborate on but to to hear to hear and play on this show so you know until next time my amigos y familia remember to support us on patreon if you can you know helps keep the lights on helps keep this this microphone burning and also tell everybody tell your friends that's the best way i want to i want to get more people listening because um the more the more people listen and i say things like hey tell me about this or that the more i can learn because i like as a teacher i like to learn from my students and, and friends and stuff like that i'm not just like set in my ways i don't know it all and there's a bunch of music i haven't heard so teach me too enseñame right so uh, I want you to tell your friends about the show, the family cast on Instagram. And also, uh, yeah, you can listen to this on any platform you, you prefer. Just subscribe, rate, review, all that jazz, all the stuff that all the podcast people tell you. It's because that that's the way that we get the word out. Is if you if you rate and review, it just kind of puts it in front of more eyes and more ears. So thank you for your help thus far. It's been an amazing journey. I just started this a couple of weeks ago, actually. So you know, baby steps and I've got some goals and I'm hoping that we can all get there together. So until next time, I bid you a fall farewell. Wait, what season are we in? I bid you a spring adieu. I bid you all the best wishes and warmest regards. Okay. That's enough. Take it easy.